photographers and welcome to wedding photographers unite episode number 68 c uh my name is andy buscemi and i'm good company with uh our crew they, they're kind of becoming our full crew here on our oh show. yeah the, the, we have of course <laughs> the uh mythical legend of uh weddings and editing late at night himself mr neil urban <laughs> neil what's up how you doing How's it going? Good to be here. Good, man. Good. Uh, yeah. And uh, of course, we um, once again have back Mr. Jimmy. We're going to distinguish between Jimmy and James. Uh, you know, Jimmy, we got to call him Jimmy uh, when, it, when it's the two of them. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Ferrara, Jimmy Ferrara, what's up, man? Hey, guys, what's happening? Not much. Welcome. Thank you. And um, all the way across the pond, once again, is Mr. James Kelly. James Kelly, how's Good. it going? Good afternoon, chaps. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Okay, we're chaps. We're chaps yeah, now. We're chaps. <laughs> um, so the, yeah, this is the uh, third attempt at episode sixty-eight. Uh, yes, we had episode uh, dash. That was the first time we ever lost an episode. It happens. Um, we were. Um, I was missing a cable because I was recently performing music at a wedding. Um, because my my girlfriend is a violinist. And uh, I happened to have off on a Sunday wedding and I was performing and I brought a cable with me that didn't make it back into my podcasting box. And it became a real problem. Uh, we had we tried having just James on recently and uh, I, I was unable to record his audio. He tried recording his own audio track and then it didn't quite make it. it was so <laughs> so uh, we couldn't I was trying to piece together like 20 minutes of audio from just him and trying to edit together. I was like, this is just not happening. We're, we finally we finally lost an episode and it's and it happens. It's OK. Um, yeah. And then Neil and I had a little private private uh, conversation <laughs> the other day for episode 68. B, And this is the real one. This is episode 68. So, guys, welcome. Uh, uh, let's uh, just go through the usual with uh, what we've been um, up to lately and then we'll have some we've got some really good topics uh, coming up for you guys um, listening so um, who wants to start first uh, what's been going on how about Jimmy Ferrara what's uh, what's up with you how are things going it things are going good uh, it's it's fall around here like you guys will agree it's uh it's busy but my this fall for us is is a nice steady pace and a couple weekends of doubles which is normal for us other than that, it's just a smooth sailing right through until November, um, which I'm looking forward to. And the weather here has been up and down, which is also kind of fine. But uh, wedding's been good. Everything's been uh, – we're totally on track as far as editing and delivering images and the galleries to clients. Uh, totally caught up, which is nice. I mean everything's like – the season's going very well so far. Good. We have a couple – we've got like one or two more big weddings that we're looking forward to. We had a, a – we had one – Last week, every here, you know, Orange County Choppers. Those, the yeah, bike. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they're they're located here in, in my town. I do photo shoots with them occasionally, mm-hmm. but first oh, time wow. ever there was a at least for me was a wedding there, and that was kind of interesting. And uh, it was like took, they have like this in the building itself. They have this like a loft area upstairs where uh, they can have events. And uh, I'm just about to block that. I'll probably block it this week. Cool. But it was it was cool. It was a really different wedding. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Other than that, uh, just, just you know, having fun, doing my thing. <laughs> uh, James Kelly, what's been up um, for our listeners? It's been a while since uh, since they've 
since they've heard you. So what's been going on uh, lately? It has been a busy summer. Um, July was crazy. Nine weddings in one month. Uh, three of them were out of the country um, in the Faroe Islands. August was insane, and now September's. I've got I've got no weddings in September. It's and it's been a blessing. So uh, I've been catching up with the old editing um, and paperwork and things like that. So yeah, it's it's been a it's been a tough summer. It's been weather wise, been pushing the boundaries. But uh, hey, you know, getting I, there. I totally forgot. What is your season? What is your busy season like over there in Scotland? Is there like a period where you have like months that are very busy, and months that are not busy? Yeah, May three. Uh oh, practical. <laughs> well, who does a Scottish accent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, there yeah, we go. There, there we go. Yeah, we just lost your audio there again for a second. Uh, oh, have you got me now? Now we've got yep. you now. Yeah. So go oh, ahead. You were God, talking about May. The last thing we heard is May. So <laughs> <laughs> May May through to October is our busy season. It used it used to be May through to um. August, but now September, October are becoming very, very popular uh, for weddings, and also spring. Spring is slowly starting to pick up. So, um, so it's similar yeah, to us could... then, as far as yeah, like, seasons yeah. go. Okay, yeah, I wasn't yeah, well, sure this, if it was this... a different season, if it looked different or not. Okay, no, no, it is. I mean, I always, I when people are saying that they're getting married, I do recommend look at getting, you know, spring and autumn for for doing your wedding, especially with the sun. You know, when we get the Scottish sun, it's really bright here. And it is a bit of a nightmare for photographs. Um, and usually by the time they want to do the evening photographs, the couples tend to be a little bit boozy. So it's mm-hmm. it's hard work yeah. getting nighttime photographs, but we work around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and Neil, uh, what's been up lately? I think you have a story for us, a little story for us? Something yeah, a little, little bit of a story. But um, but before that, yeah, we're just uh, we're getting into our, our busiest part of the year because our season started kind of late. And um, every, everything is compacted into October, pretty much. So October is right around the corner. So we're mentally getting prepared for that. But yeah, this past weekend, I was um, uh, my my wedding got canceled. So therefore, uh, I was able to assist my wife uh, on her wedding uh, this past weekend. And two minutes before the bride was about to walk down the aisle, I dropped my camera. Uh, Ouch. Um, how, yeah, how, what, I, what lens was on was, it? Um. My 50, um, okay. but, but the lens survived. Uh, the camera took a hard, hard hit. Um, it, it was just one of those fluke things where uh, a guest kind of like grabbed me to, to ask me a random question. I like, I almost like, it seems like I almost blacked out because I don't even remember what the question was or who it was asking me, whatever. Um, but when I when I turned, my, my camera was in my hand. It hit the pew and it just, it flew and it hit hard and it bounced and it rolled and like it hit so hard that the SD cards popped out. Oh man. Uh, and, and the, and the, uh, and the LCD screen, you, you know how you can pull it away from the 750. That thing was that, that came out too. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, really bad. Um, I, you know, I, I picked it up right away. The, uh, it, it was still on. Um, but, you know, there were a lot of error messages, <laughs> more and more error messages I've ever seen. And I, I never knew a, D, a D750 can, can you know, read so many error messages at once. Um, but, you know, I, I popped the SD cards back in and then, you know, I, I tested the shutter and, of course, it was all black. Um, so so I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to mess around with it. 
So I, I, I brought out the the old trusty D3S and um, got got all my settings correct in that, and and I was ready to shoot. Um, but during the whole ceremony, I was like, okay, I know I, I'm I'm troubleshooting during the ceremony. I'm just kind of going through whatever. Uh, uh, I was mentally. I wasn't mentally there during the ceremony, but uh, but I ended up doing what I had to do. But uh, but yeah, afterwards, um, I I troubleshot it really quick. Uh, I what I what I thought was um, locked up the the mirror for cleaning. See mm. if that kind of like forced it, but yeah, that that didn't work. I went to live mode. That didn't work. Switch lenses, all that stuff. Made sure it, w- it wasn't a lens. Whatever, it wasn't a lens. Um, but then I, 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 so so I took the lens off, and you know I'm, I'm messing around with it, and um, the the mirror was obviously locked up, and I manually with my finger moved the mirror, and that freed it up, and I was good to go. My my camera was back in back and running, and all is all is good. Um, all the, all the physical contacts are are back in, and and good to go so that, that was that was my troubleshooting literally two minutes before the walk bride was walking down which really is really scary no matter how how seasoned you are as a as a wedding photographer when something happens like that you know it's you skip you, your heart skips a beat for for a couple no, moments but mm. yeah so, so uh, that, that was it neil um now, of course, you, you're, you, the answer might be yes or occasionally, but do you, what kind of camera strap do you have or do you wear? Well, I, have, I, have the, uh, I have the belt. Oh, you have a belt. Yeah. All right. Yeah, spider, right. The, the spider holster, which yeah, is – um, uh, which, which, I mean, that was, it, was, it, was, it was in my hand. You know, and, and usually, yeah, when I used to use the wraps, I used to wrap the, mm-hmm. um, the strap right, right around my hand. Um, but you know, it, no matter what I was using, probably, you know, it would have happened. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I like not having the strap on a camera because it just feels so much better. It's not in the way, uh, I use the, uh, the black rapid ones, you know, that goes around your waist. I like them because you can unclip it really fast and clip it back on very fast Mm. and you can just kind of wear it and it's comfortable. And I get on Natalie all the time. So when she's listening to this, remember this story, Nat. (laughs) Because so so many times she'll just take the camera, and I'm like, just please wear a strap because accidents happen, and little kids can run and hit something, or you might slip. Whatever happens, and then a five thousand dollar camera is on the ground. We were, you know, with the lens and all, and all of a sudden you're now you're you're done. You're you're done for the day. And I am guilty of not wearing wearing the strap too. But your story just is like, you. uh, It was a total fluke. Yeah, it was just in my hand, ready to go, and Mm. boom. Yeah. Oh, and, oh See, and of, of course, everybody, you know, it. everybody had to stare at me while, while I was doing it because <laughs> oh it was God, so loud. And <laughs> Did anyone say anything to you like right then and there? One, one guy was like, ooh, that wasn't good. And I'm like, oh, it's all right. That's, you know, it's a professional yeah. camera. It, it can take it. I mean, which it, which it did in the in the final but <laughs> yeah that was but, oh, dude to see to see the <laughs> both sd cards pop out it's like whoa <laughs> uh see that was my concern because i was looking at getting the 750 about a year and a half two years ago and my my second shooter she's got the 750 and i just felt that it wasn't a strong enough build for me which is one of the reasons why i went with the d810 because it was a slightly stronger build mm-hmm. which is ironic because i've broken my d8 Fifth, I'm a D810, sorry, like three times since having it because I keep dropping it. Um, but that's not at weddings. But I just got one of the the hold fast straps 
and I was really unsure about it and I got it and it's the best thing ever. I'm, I love it to bits, except for I broke that as well and it's now gone back to America to get fixed. Whoa, but whoa, whoa, that wasn't whoa, you broke the whole fest? <laughs> How'd you do that? Yeah, one of the um, one of the, the attachments for the leather, um, just the, 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 the rivet that kind of holds it all together popped yeah. out. Ah. so it came out so i phoned you know i phoned them up i, I emailed them and said to them like you know what send it back we'll send you a new one um except for i had to pay uh 80, 80 pound in custom charges oh. to get it wow so, yeah yeah but I'm, I'm excited for it to come back it's it's what a weight it comes off my shoulders and i can literally just drop it and it falls down by my side yeah they are pretty cool i did play with them mm. the only thing i didn't like about it was that the, the strap itself is big and heavy and it doesn't fit into a bag very well unless you got a designated spot for it but more yeah. importantly that little clip that connects is not only very big but very difficult to take off one-handed like a like a carabiner you can go clip clip it is at first it is at first because yeah. i use the hold fast so you're right at first it's it's weird to to unclip it but yeah but after you use it for a while you just get used to pulling and yeah. pulling and popping out at the same time, and it's actually it's good because I feel very secure with it. The way that they built that, I would actually rather be like that. I can take the cameras off in you know less than a second now, you know. But okay. at first, it is. It's a little weird until you get mm-hmm. kind of used to the way they the way they did it. And you use it all yeah. the time, Andy. All the time, yeah. And so, actually, what you said about um, how it, uh, you know, where are you going to put it when you take it off? Because it is a little bit. It's a bigger strap, obviously. Um, the only time that I take it off, um, I have it during the morning, I have it during the ceremony, mm-hmm. I have it during the whole day. I'll take it off during the reception, but I'll just like throw it on the floor. Um, <clears throat> and that's the only time I really take it off because uh, I shoot two, two cameras all day except when I just get tired. And I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> shooting the reception. It's just dancing shots. I'll just grab a wide lens, you know. So, huh. Can you drive with it? Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Actually I take I well, I take the camera bodies off, obviously. I'm really yeah, I'm like super course. bad with my equipment. Ask any of my <laughs> second shooters. I just like throw my cameras in the back back of the car. Um like Gone there's just the stuff flying around all see. over the place. I just it's they're just, it's just they're just cameras this gear. Um yeah. so uh yeah, so I I guess uh what I've been up to yeah, late. Yeah, what's what's up with you? Yep. Um I've been uh I had my last uh, double wedding weekend, um, so I have no more doubles, no more triples. So it's just uh, one wedding a week um, until the end of November. I have a couple holes where I don't have weddings between now and the end of November, but I just have one per week now. Um, so it's uh, it's that's good. <laughs> so uh, like wedding, so I don't, you know, that's that that's I think the craziest thing about you know being on top of your game when you have like the doubles and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm happy that that is, uh, that's over for this year. And, um, and then other than that, really not much to talk about. Cause it's just, I'm just in the editing groove and trying to stay on top of that. So nothing, nothing more for me for now. Um, so, uh, that said, uh, listeners, we do have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. Uh, but just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. Uh, the show goes live roughly, over, roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. Uh, that's really important. If you like the show, if you get information out of it uh, and you are enjoying it, uh, please do leave us a review in iTunes. That helps other people find the show, and we really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't done that, uh, please do. And uh, help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com, or you can connect with us on the Facebook group. Um, just search for Wedding Photographers Unite on Facebook, and we'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. Uh, so our first uh, 
topic of this show is just going to kind of be uh, following up with uh, packages. We were talking about packages one or two episodes ago. We might even follow up a little bit the follow the past episode, but um, uh, we had we haven't had uh, James Kelly on, and James wanted to mention a few things about the packages that we talked about. Um, and, and it'll be interesting to see how how these conversations <laughs> goes because we already kind of had it, but we'll, 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 we'll see, try to not you know be be totally try to repeat exactly the conversation but just however it naturally flows uh so james what what's up with packages what did you want to mention uh as a follow-up to that and then i have some things too so go ahead cool yeah no so i'm i'm in the process of redoing all my packages i'm, I'm reworking my price that so i'm increasing my price but without it seeming that i'm increasing my price um me and Iris, we're we're looking for our own photographer for our own wedding at the moment. So I have I've been quite cheeky getting people's packages through and things like that uh, recently, and just you know discussing prices. And what I'm finding is a lot of photographers are are pricing themselves less than me for a very very basic package. But by the time you add on things like high resolution images, USBs, things like this, they're actually working out to be at a higher price point than me. So they're doing like an entry level package. Bare minimum, two photographers all day, et cetera, et cetera. And it comes out at a quite a, a cheaper price. But by the time you add on your USB, add on your albums, they're working at about four or five hundred pounds more expensive than myself. So I'm looking at my packages at how I can rework it to to do something similar. So that when people are looking at my prices, they're gonna look at one photographer who's charging, you know, say three hundred pounds less than me, they're gonna go usually with that photographer if it's based on price point. So I'm doing that and I'm also kind of phasing out the option to buy the high resolution images as well. So I'm pushing my clients to buy the album or uh, buy prints or buy canvases rather than just getting the USB. I, I want to do away with USB only packages. So that's kind of kind of I've got lots of notes and writing down and working out kind of different formulas. And it's it's a headache and it's keeping me awake at night. So so yeah. so are you working on your sales room then uh, because uh, to really get away from that you're really going to have to show the products of why um yeah. you're not offering the high resolution so what what do you have planned for there so from day 1 from the minute I meet clients they see sample albums they see the Queensbury sample albums they get to feel them look at them um when we do a venue walk around which is about a month before the wedding where we walk around the venue and talk about where we're going to do the pictures i also have my albums there so they can see them again and we arrange a meeting now this is something that's just i've been testing it this last couple of months but um a month after the wedding their wedding we arrange a date for me to go around to their house with my laptop um, hook it into the computer and I'm actually with the clients while they look at the pictures for the first time and I also have all the albums and everything with me as well so we're starting the in-person sales straight away and we're scheduling time so they know to expect it and then just going over everything and I think one of the reasons why I'm meeting is and it's something that happened recently I went around to a client's house to drop something off and they were actually looking at their pictures for the first time on, on their iPad and seeing their reaction when they looked at the pictures was amazing. I mean, what a buzz that you got from these yeah. these, um, these clients. And that is missing from me. I don't see that. I don't. I get the email a couple of days later going, oh, yeah, they're great. They're wonderful. Thank you very much. But being in a room when a couple look at the pictures for the first time and they're just over the moon, it gives you such a buzz. You know, and it's confidence as well for 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 me as a photographer to know that they are happy. 
So yeah, I'm really pushing the in-person sales. It does mean I'm racking up the mileage in the car, but mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good to hear. Yeah, I mean, I I had a meeting just the other day. Um, you know, a- after we did our whole spiel and and showed them showed them everything that they that's available to them. Um, by the end of the meeting, they didn't even ask about digitals or anything. Mm-hmm. They were so caught up in in the albums and the prints that we offer. I, I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was it was finally at the point where they were signing contracts. I'm like, gosh, they didn't even ask about digitals or anything. So so I had to go over it through the contract, and they didn't even care. They didn't even care that they they, they didn't get the high resolution images. So once yeah once once you show them what you have available, then mm-hmm. I mean I, I I think I it it might not even be an issue. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I yeah I mean if I if I sell an album to a client if they're going to pick their favorite hundred hundred fifty images put an album together I'm more than happy to sell them the high resolution images at a cheaper price so at least they have them then I don't have that worry of having to keep them backed up you know that's kind of how I'm thinking I'd rather they took the album and I'll give them discount on the high resolution images after the album just mm-hmm. just so they they have something maybe yeah. there's a new wave of everyone wanting to go back to what is traditionally uh, yeah. the the norm because i have a friend of mine she got married in italy and she hired a local photographer out there an amazing wedding a great photographer as well but she's coming to me now to do a separate album because the album even he, he's given her an album but i think it's just gonna be a basic thing so yeah. uh she's coming to me to do a custom album highest one i can possibly offer her because she likes my design and mm-hmm. she likes, you know, that I'm local and all that. And then actually two other brides recently contacted me who I've never met before, just friends of a friend. And I'm doing a book through them. Um, then that uh, wedding I didn't shoot. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's good for everybody that this is now becoming maybe the, the, the norm, like I said, where, yeah. the, you know, the, the older on Facebook doing, images yeah. is gonna, not going to just cut it. There's a lot of software doing offer albums. They don't want the hassle of doing albums in the whole sales. And I think, I think we're doing a disservice to our clients if we don't offer albums. I think yeah. you know, a photograph is not a photograph until it's been printed. And what better way to appreciate your pictures than have them printed? They, yeah. they, it's not the same reaction when you look at them on the iPad or on a TV. When you see them printed, they're real. And that's yeah. mm-hmm. as photographers, that's what we should be giving our clients. Yeah, and not only that too. I I've known photographers in in the past who just who can who would design an album in like ten minutes, and this is before smart albums, by the way. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I love those guys. So, uh, and they would just put together, not retouch anything. Clearly, see like big bright exit signs in the background and reception. I'm like, you got to take care of this stuff for the album because mm-hmm. that's your work that yeah. hundreds of people are going to see in the future, and and possibly a lot of more brides. And all all it takes is just a bride be like. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know I didn't realize that everything was retouched until someone pointed out that uh, oh yeah that person in the background's missing and the and the exit signs are gone and and look at that little tree that was in the original frame is now missing yeah. you know all that kind of stuff really matters and it doesn't take too long that's your yeah. it's your final it's the final sale for the couple and mm-hmm. it's what's going to represent you and you should everyone should really be putting their time into making their albums the best yeah. they can. You know, I, I, gosh, I wish I remember who said it, but it was, it's perfect analogy that, you know, if, if, okay, anybody can bake, you know, but, yeah. but you go to a professional baker because you want your wedding cake, 
to look and taste delicious. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's the same thing that goes for photography. You know, anybody can go anywhere and, and get an album made or or uh, or get a print done. But you go to your professional photographer because you want it to look beautiful and exactly the way you want the you know the photographer wants it to look. Uh, so I mean that. So it kind of goes almost the same way with with that. You know, you should finish your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Um, you know, I, even like you, we had that topic last uh, podcast ago about like yeah. uh, how many images do you retouch d- delivered to the client, and uh, that all depends, I guess, on the photographer and, and the time you have. Um, but even that initial uh, that then when the gallery gets live and the and the couple or you like you James are going to see them in person, you still want those images to look good. You still got to take the time. Mm-hmm. In the post production, just to make it at least almost perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about uh, James James's other point um, about getting your price as low as possible on your initial package to bring people in? What what are what are your thoughts? Oh, I, I, what are your thoughts on that. that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, gosh, we're we're in such a flooded market here in Buffalo that I mean, yeah. there's. There's gosh thousands of photographers right now, mm-hmm. and and of of course everybody's below me, um, but uh, but yeah, I I, I created a, a Friday Sunday package, and that's only up to like six to eight hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just to get me, like right where everybody else is. Um, yeah. my my starting point is pretty much right where everybody's high point is, um, but at least I'm I'm there. So so when when that that's people's first impression is they they look at the cheapest package and it and mm-hmm. it's there for them um, and even even if a Friday Sunday books that wedding that's okay because we're okay with that that kind of income and we're we're uh, you know we're it's worth your time you know, yes exactly and we know that we're gonna make extra sales off the albums and prints and stuff yeah. and make you know little additions of engagement shoot and all that stuff uh, but and then and then right from there goes into our um, our normal Saturday packages, which you know is right where we want to be. So we did create one thing just so that we can have that number to to compete with everybody else. Yeah. So what about you guys? Uh, has, I, uh, yeah. um, it's, I, we have well, Natalie and I will split up too. So right on the website it says um, uh, packages eight hour day. I don't I don't deal with the whole four hour thing, six hour thing, whatever, unless. It's like a last minute, and, and then we're emailing and talking about it. So eight-hour day, X amount with James Ferrara as the main photographer along with someone else. And then uh, in that sentence also says that uh, Natalie Kane's available as well, and her prices start at this number. So right there, we're throwing out a number to kind of wean out the, the all I have is $1,000 to spend or the $500 to spend on a wedding. Like the really people who are – I don't want to be a part of that that, that mm. right league of people so yeah and i'm okay with and i like i like the fact that i'm not i'm totally honest with, i'll send a brochure to anybody i don't care yeah mm-hmm. um there's no secrets here but uh i, I don't i don't like the idea of ro- of like roping someone in with like a four hour package price point number only then to be like well the day can't be four hours it has to be eight so now you're back up here again uh but like you said i'm probably um, I'm pointing to you, like I forgot to say, Neil. Um, <laughs> that uh, that our price points are, are 
they're they're fair. They're not too high or too low. We have some high packages, but I think we start probably in the mid range of of my area mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. price point. Mm-hmm. James, you're smiling over there. What do you have thoughts? No, I, I'm just thinking you guys eight hours, you bunch of part time. <laughs> 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 hey, man, the day ends up being like 10 or 12. <laughs> uh, oh, oh what? that does not sound good. I don't know, but that's awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, was that, really that was cool. cool. We're leaving it in. Uh, James, that's we can't hear creepy. a word that you're saying, but we got a really trippy track out of that. You can listen back to it later. <laughs> Picture. Oh, there we go. So, um, can, you, can you hear me? Okay? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, so listen to on your previous podcast, and you guys were talking about hours and stuff like this at wedding, and I had a laugh at it because we are twelve hours minimum. Sometimes it can go up to fourteen. Oh. Um, and again, in the photos, we're there for a good eighteen, nineteen hours. That's insane. Yeah, you guys, are, you guys are crazy over there. Oh, I, I got such a buzz on it. So uh, yeah, you bunch of part timers. Hey, <laughs> yeah. am I, am I, I, would, I, need, I? I gotta take a time out to get a nap in there. That, kind of day. <laughs> that, that does happen, yeah. It used to be a pint of Guinness. Like when we're having a dinner, you'd have a, dinner, a pint of Guinness and a 10 minute nap. Of course, now in Scotland, there's zero tolerance for alcohol. So you can't even drink and drive. So like one drink and drive now. So that was a shame. But um, <laughs> no, it's, it's um, my, my thinking is that a wedding's not a, an eight hour day. You know, it's a long day right through to the evening. And so much happens in the evening. And when an album gets, a couple get their album with like all the evening shots of the people dancing, having fun, and Uncle Jimmy passed out in the corner if they want a picture of that in there, it's 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 great, you know. And and if it's dark, we'll take them out and get some pictures at nighttime as well. So, um, yeah, 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 you bunch of lazy kids. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just a whole culture thing that, yeah, you know, it's just the way it is. Not just yeah. in New York, it's just the states overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can imagine, but no, the the you know, um, the whole price point side of things. I mean, the downside is that what happens is photographers start trying to slightly undercut other photographers with that, that cheaper package, and you you have the danger of of the market lowering lowering the price. So we had that a few years ago. This photographer came up, quite a renowned photographer, came up to the area and was charging like eight hundred pound less than any other any other photographer. And everyone started freaking out and dropping their prices down to match that. And now the market value of photography here in the northeast of Scotland is it's about a thousand pound less than what it should be. Hmm. You know, hmm. because of the competition. So you do have that danger. And that's why I want I just want to bring my packages to a certain level. But the idea is that I want the couple spending at least another five hundred to a thousand pound more on their package when they add albums and everything like that yeah there is an art to it with you know the pricing packages and we've talked about this before but uh you know just to follow up with some real world stuff um from me since i changed uh my packages remember i was uh, talking a few episodes ago um you know i had more people booking my lower digital only package like and and it was to the point that it was getting alarming and i was like okay i've got to i've got to change to this because it used to be that I would have, you know, 70% of my clients would go for the middle and get the wedding book. And then, I don't know, I changed something like about a year, year and a half ago. And then maybe in combination with raising my prices a little bit, and then more and more people were like going towards the lower package, which was like, I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. I just won't do a book and I'm getting paid more, you know, for my packages. But I was like, you know, but it started, it started, it's become, it became really grading on me knowing that like literally about 50% of my couples this year are not getting wedding books because the, those are the packages that they chose. Mm-hmm. So it, so the numbers just got really bad. So I just recently adjusted and we talked about on the podcast, I was like, okay, you know, I, what are the options? And 
Um, I wanted what I ended up doing was pull in a second shooter out of my initial digital only package, and that in combination with chain moving prices a little bit actually last episode um well the episode that nobody will hear uh when we were talking about that i was a little <laughs> unsure because i wasn't sure what was happening mm-hmm. i had a couple meetings i didn't hear back from people that kind of thing and i was like oh man did i because it's a, it's a waiting game you don't you never really know oh, and every man. time you do it it's scary about everything makes you second guess everything a- absolutely and it's totally yeah. it's it's scary when you adjust your packages and you're used to doing things a certain way and so uh, since the episode that nobody will hear, uh, <laughs> I actually I heard I heard back from both of those couples. They both booked me and they both went to the new middle packages, both of them. Right. So so because it made sense the way that, you know, like I, like between the book and what, what I'm, you know, charging for a, to add a second photographer. A lot of people in our area are used to second photographers. They want second photographers. And, mm-hmm. and to be honest, you know, people should be paying for them. Like what I'm, what I'm asking to be, to, you know, for that. So, mm-hmm. so I lowered actually my starting package just a little bit because I took my second shooter out. And then, um, and then, you know, between the, the price of, you know, the book, if, the, if you were to add on a book or add on a second photographer to my initial starting package... Um, you're getting a real deal by going to the mm-hmm. middle package. So a lot of people are seeing that. And I think it's, yeah, I think it makes sense too. I actually, I was kind of under selling myself by including a second photographer in that initial package and considering all the work that I was doing in terms of extra editing, um, you know, that kind of thing. Now, what I'm going to do is, and I think James, Jimmy Ferrara, I think, yeah. you, I think you gave me the idea when we were talking about this, uh, about the packages before where it's like, well, if somebody does book my digital only package, fine i still want to produce a certain level of work where i like off-camera lighting i like having an Mm -hmm. assistant so what i'm going to do is just hire an assistant for like 25 50 bucks an hour or something like that for just the important part of the day the part that i want them there that way my level of work is still going to be what it's going to be as far as like working with the bride and groom um but they're just not going to get as many photos and i'm not going to have as many photos to edit when they don't hire the second which is you know what it is you know if if they're Mm -hmm. gonna you know uh, it's, it's, so that's that's I'm happy with with where I'm at now and and actually I think it might even been been a third wedding because I think I had one that did book uh, before the other two so um so I'm think I'm three in and they all went towards that middle since I've adjusted so good that's cool I I've said this to couples in the past where um that I'll shoot differently when there's an album package and they'll ask well, what do you mean by that I said I won't yes. shoot better I won't shoot more. But I'll sometimes put a little more negative space on an image, knowing that on a page spread, there's going to be images over there if you're really small over here. Mm-hmm. Or I might yeah. shoot details a little differently yes. because I know to make the page. And once mm-hmm. I start talking about it, they go, hmm, you know what? Maybe we should think about an album. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? I'm totally honest. Yeah. If, there's, if I'm going into uh, my – I call – we call our, our, our digital-only package literally the digital package. So if we're going into a digital package wedding – um. We're not like, okay, it's just digital, so we're not going to give 100%. But I know that, uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm you know, not thinking album, so it, it's going to be a But you know what, different. though, Jimmy? It's, it's yes. actually twofold, right? And I actually, I love doing this the way I do it now, or I'm thinking about it now, because it's twofold. If, if I'm going to make an album, I want a second shooter, right? Like, it's, it's like, like you can be more creative, and I can think a little bit differently. I, I can think mm-hmm. about putting a wedding book together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I can shoot, like you just said, things that are, you know, a little creative in terms of composition. If I know a second photographer is shooting things that are that are 
more consistent, you know, or, you know, because, because otherwise mm-hmm. I want to make sure like if during the first kiss, I'm going to plant myself down and not move an inch, you know, like, because I want to make sure that I get that first kiss or the look of that, of the first kiss. But when I have a second and I know the second is doing that, or I tell my second to do that or whatever, we, you can, you can be more creative. So I think it's a combination. And I think that'll, you know, between the two of them, between the two of offering an album, so that and and the other thing too is is that that's like what we want our clients to have. Like we want our clients to have that. So it's so we do have to kind of convince them, you know, to go for that middle package or or whatever. However, our packages work because we want them to have the wedding book. We want them to have a second photographer because we want to produce quality work for them. That's what we yeah, want right. to do at the end of the day. Like I want my clients to have awesome wedding photos and an awesome wedding book, and I want them to be able to remember their day in the best way possible. But I can't do that if they're not willing to pay for it. So we do have to convince them to, you yeah. know, to to do what we need them to pay what they need to pay in order to make it be cost effective so we can offer it to them. So mm-hmm. yeah. I've actually contemplated this a while ago. I didn't do it though, but now and then I still think about it. I forgot where I was reading this. A photographer, uh, a woman, she she includes an album in every package. It's like, that's mm-hmm. just what I do. And, of course, she's going to get, and I know she does, she has to get the the couples who are like, well, we like you, we like your work, you're a little higher than our, our budget, what if we take out the album? Um, and that, I mean, that she has to get those questions. I would love to know what her answer is. But Because uh, uh, I get that, we get that with engagement shoots. You know, like yeah, we yes, always include take, engagement exactly, shoots. Yeah. We, we have a studio, so I include a studio one, a location's additional fee. But they ask the same thing. What if I take it out? And sometimes I'm like, I, you know, it's just it's included so we don't do anything or I might be like all right I'll give them an extra few extra images in their album if they're having an album easy enough but uh I thought about doing that just even if it's a small even if it's just a tiny little eight by eight book that yeah. has like just maybe 20 photos in it it's something you know uh, but I didn't do it I just I don't know if you guys ever thought about that it's a deal breaker for me if if engagement shoot is so important that for me to get to know my clients and it's good you know, a couple of hours that I spend with them. So if they don't want the engagement shoot, then, you know, they can go meet someone else, you know, mm-hmm. that's, right, that's yeah. fine. So it's mandatory that if you book me, we're doing an engagement shoot, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just like spending lots of time with your clients over there. <laughs> yeah. Who needs a life? You know? <laughs> they, just, they, they probably just drink scotch all day long. Why, why wouldn't you not like yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they buy prints, you know, they buy prints from the engagement shoot and they have them in their house you know, so it's it's sales from that, and then the parents buy them as well. So, you know, hey, I've got a family to feed and another one on the way. So, you know, it's important. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got uh, uh, one more topic uh, here for you. We're going to go into the the concept of what happens, um, and I think we've all, to some extent or another, um, had brides that are somewhat disappointed in some aspect of something, um, and it might be. Um, you know, what actually one of the things we talked about in this, in the previous version that nobody will hear is what percentage is that? I don't know. Is it, you know, it might be less than 5.5%, right. Of people because, and, but we can get into the details of that, but, um, when that does happen or if that does happen, how do we deal with it? And, uh, we'll start with, uh, James had a situation, so you you don't you can give whatever version of that you want to, you can condense it to get the conversation started, but, but what's, uh, what's been going on? So the short version of this is I, I had a client um, that after the wedding wasn't happy. Uh, initially, they were. They were over the moon. They loved the pictures. They were, you know, they were so happy. And then a few days after, 
um, they got their pictures. I received an email where they were hurt and disappointed and felt let down and just every everything that you shouldn't say to someone who's a creative. They said in this email, um, and and basically, I think I think it's been a number of things. Looking back over it, um, she wanted photographs of people arriving at like portraits of people arriving at the church, and we said from day one that's not what we do. But if we can, we will. But it was raining and it wasn't possible. Um, she was also late for her wedding. She was a good 20 minutes, half an hour late for the wedding. The church decided to blame me for it, which resulted in me having a falling out with the church. Um, lucky I'm not banned, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> it won't be the first time I've been banned from a church. Um, and then we, we made, I made two mistakes where I didn't get a photograph of her and all her bridesmaids together. We did get one of her individually with all the bridesmaids but the venue had also moved the meal forward by 20 minutes which then cut out my time um they were like literally tapping their watch telling us to hurry up so we said right we'll do it after the meal um after the meal they were quite boozy uh, and trying to organize these bridesmaids was a bit of a nightmare and also we we never got a formal one of her mother father by themselves but we did get three really nice candidates and one really nice one with their their mother father and the, the, their baby son but it wasn't good enough and she wasn't happy and i genuinely think i could have been the best photographer in the world and she still wouldn't have been happy i think a lot of pressure maybe from her parents and um, they were paying for the photography so i think they were expecting kind of that old school kind of yeah. photography that they would get mm-hmm. got um emails back and forward for a couple of weeks i was in the pharaohs this was in july so it's a busy period in july as well um we were bouncing back and forth between the pharaohs and eventually i had to call her from the pharaohs i was on the phone for 48 minutes at one say one dollar fifty a minute oh my um, God. yeah so my my phone bill was huge mm-hmm. um she's got an album she doesn't think there's enough pictures in there's not enough album pictures there which She's wrong. There is. Um, but it was quite difficult. It was very difficult. It, it had a massive effect on me and my self-confidence um, to the point of where I was actually ready just to say, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm, why should I be breaking my back for doing all these weddings and they're going to be just ungrateful? So um, pretty tired through July. Didn't help. And yeah, just I had to keep my cool. So that that's the run of things. It was just a combination of everything that happened on a day. It was just one of those weddings that weren't going to work. And um, it's still ongoing. It's bubbling. It's just well, simmering underneath at the moment. I'm waiting for it to explode again. <laughs> but um, she, she's got an album in her package and I've got a funny feeling she's going to want a refund on the price of the album. So what I'm going to do is contact Queensbury and pick 100, 120 pictures and ask them to just do a design, send it to her so I can say, look, here's what your album could look like with these pictures that I've chosen. You know, it, it, it will work. So, um, yeah. I think or that's I might- the best way to do it. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah, definitely. I, I th- we the biggest thing is is that I think once she sees the album and sees the design, uh, she's going to be like, "Oh, this actually looks amazing." You know, when you can right. see it as a final product rather than just individual images, I think uh, you know that's uh, you know you're gonna. I would get that off to her as soon as possible. And yes, I'm working on it. Help the situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm at 175 pictures at the moment, so I'm trying to cut them. So but um, you know what, James? It, yeah. At least to I. I can't even talk. <laughs> the uh, the good thing about this situation is that she's just upset over, from what you're telling us, that 
It's the logistics of the day. Didn't get this photo of so-and-so. Didn't get this photo of so-and-so. So it's more like a, a, a missed checklist rather than yeah. I don't like your style of photography. I didn't like the way you shot yeah. that. Why is well, that all? You know, she, that would hurt more. During the conversation when I spoke to her on the phone, she told me she wished she'd gone with this other photographer. Oh, it was a choice between me and another photographer. She told me that she wished she'd gone with this other photographer, which was like, okay. And then she also said that she had to look through the thumbnails of other of my other galleries and saw another bride that she knew of that got married at the same venue and she contacted that bride and that bride said she was also unhappy with her pictures and she actually said that unhappy with her pictures which is why they've never bought an album so i said to her, unless you're going to tell me who that that couple is i'm 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 calling rubbish um, yeah good point. good point that wasn't the word i used but, but, yeah but well, you know what uh, though it, james yeah. i i've been we've i've been in this situation before and I'm I'm lucky now that in the little checklist, also in the uh, in the contract, it states somewhere that the couple yep. is 100% rely, responsible for all group photos yes. and everyone in there. And you cannot hold me liable if someone's missing in a group yeah. or a certain combination wasn't taken. Yeah. You know, I don't mm -hmm. accept the list of people they want. When we do, when we do a group shot, they go. What's next? I go. You decide. You're the boss. Yeah. I, I we can, we can do one group shot, or we can sit here all day and make. Random combinations. Yeah. We have it. We have it before the way. So we have it in our contract as well that we take no responsibility for anything that happens in weather and timings and stuff as well. Fully secured that way. But about a month before the wedding, I asked a couple to give me, you know, six to ten combinations of what they want for the picture. So mums, dads, brothers, sisters, siblings, that's it. You know, not the great auntie and all this sort of stuff. You know, it's it's um, immediate family. And these were on the list. So that was my mess up. And I did yeah, apologize that's your mistake for it, there. I would never, like I said, I would never enough. even accept the list. If they, they print yeah. out, I said, don't give it to someone who knows oh, no, who the I, people are and then bring it that day. I, yeah. I will not be responsible for that. Once you yeah. get that list and no, you say, okay, then yeah. they, they, they yeah. relieve you. They delegate that power to you to, to, to yeah. organize it and get it done. You're the photographer. Why not? But yeah. if you don't even accept it. And be like, look, I can't, I can't be – I'm. my job is to – this is what I tell people. Like my job is to find nice light for you guys, put them in, in nice positions where everybody's face is showing. No one looks too weird. Background's neutral. Everything's good. And then to make sure everyone is, is you know, looking good overall. But as far as who is in the frame, it's up to them, and they know that. And it's worked 100% since I've done that yeah. with the contract and the checklist twice. So the week before the wedding when they're going over the checklist, it says it right there in bold as well. Just to reiterate to it, I, I can't recommend that enough to anyone listening. Please don't let yourself in that situation because you didn't get the photo of the bride and her dad. Maybe you, it, you just forgot and now she's like, I don't have a photo of me and my dad. Well, maybe you don't like your dad. I don't know. You can't. You, it doesn't. Sometimes <laughs> it happens, you know. So I'm, so I'm kind of. That's, I that's think, too bad, James. I, I, Neil, what are you thinking? Because I think I. <laughs> Kind of, oh, I kind of get what you're um, saying, but but I feel like yeah, it is partially our responsibility to get yeah. to get those shots that uh, that are pretty classic. And and here's the problem, and I understand this, is that everybody has a different idea of what shots are important. You know, yeah. uh, like a mother of the bride might think the table shots are important. For example, everybody has yeah. a different idea of what's important. So by that regard, um, we can't, uh, you know, be perfect. And I think that it is important that we have something in our contracts that basically says, you know, you know, a wedding is an uncontrolled event, and um, you know, if people aren't there, people's failure to show up or be responsible in the photos is not the photographer's fault. But I do think that um, it's our job to try to get you know those images that 
that generally within our time and period and place in the world and space and time, right, are important to the culture, generally speaking. So, um, but we can't be perfect and we're imperfect human beings. So I think, you know, what, Jimmy, what you're saying, I think having something in there that we're not responsible is good, but I still think we should make an attempt to, um, you know, to, to get those classic photos or at least the ones that, that are important or the, you know, that, that maybe that our culture or it's, it's hard to define that that's, that is the I problem. Agree. That is, I agree. That I is agree. the problem. I, I agree. When, when um, we have a family in, in front of us, we'll just do the family then get, okay, real quick, you and your parents, fine. And then I'll be like, you want to break it down anymore? And she might be like, yeah, let me get one of me and my mom and me and my dad. Mm-hmm. Fine. It, it's that fast. Um, that's mm-hmm. providing we have time, which we're hopefully allotting for and, and have the day of. So, yeah, I mean, it is really quick just to break it down, start big and break it down. But yeah. uh, as far as like the, the the photos we might just forget about, for example, um, they're typically like family stuff. And I'd look at it like, look, this is a wedding day. It's not a family portrait session day where you want to get every possible combination of, of a family the day of. You know, I understand that y- these people are important and that's why they're there. Well, then let's have them there when we're doing the, the group formals, you know, the people that are important to you or find me on the dance floor and I'll do a quick shot then. But I, I can't, my, my, my brain can't think group shot, group shots all day long. It'll drive me nuts because yeah. I, I'm there to capture fun and good times. And yeah. I mean, I have, a, I have, my, you're only there for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I have, so I have my system that's basically, you know, for wedding party or family photos where it's like, I'll start big and then work small on one side. I do parents on both sides. That's the only combination that I get with both unless, and, but this is what I tell my clients. And then I start big on the groom side and work small, but I tell them, Hey, you know, if you don't give me a list, um, that's what I do. And I try to not have a list nine times out of 10, they let me just do my thing, but I'm okay with a list. I just I just try to be realistic. I mean, only for the family photos. That's the only time I won't I won't take a list for shots that they want or Pinterest shots or anything like that. Yeah. But for family photos, if they want to be clear about who's in that, that's fine. Um, you know, I'll I'll read them off. I used to be a teacher. I'll use my voice and just make make things happen um, really quickly. Uh, but but I also I when they do a list, I I ask them to think about hey, just make sure you're thinking get the big group shots over with fit of course and then let people leave so people people can flow out so so there's you know not as many people in the room as we're doing that stuff uh, but usually that's one out of ten weddings less than that actually that that actually mm-hmm. gives me a family mm-hmm. photo list um so you know uh neil you're kind of quiet over there what are your what are your thoughts <laughs> on on that uh, gosh i you know i this is probably one of my strongest points of, of the whole day is is doing these family portraits uh, during during our meetings before the wedding? We we tell them you know any any family members that you want outside of your immediate family to let them know to to stay behind yes. so that they're there. Uh, if there's any list that they come out because we don't know the, who uncle or aunt such and such is, so if, if they do have a list, you know we'll take the list but also give it to the list to someone who knows who these people are, so they yeah. can track them down so that they're there. So the the bride doesn't have to say, oh, what about such and such? Um, the bride shouldn't have to think about any of this because you know they, they just got married. They're they're not even in the right frame of mind right right then and there. So you have to take control and do all this. Mm-hmm. And I really 
I really wish that you know someone would film me while I do this because man, I, I run like it's like <sighs> clockwork to me. It's like okay, parents of the bride, parents of the groom, yeah. uh, brother, sister, da 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 da. Like I'm so fast at it, and you know, and the and these God, these I, I know these these pictures aren't artistic or they're fun to take, but man, they're they're absolutely timeless. They're they're very very important. We probably saw yeah. these prints more than any of our other artistic pictures just because the. The aunts and uncles and the parents, they always order them and, you know, they, they order them in 16 by 20s and all that stuff. So they're very important, especially when like grandma or grandpa passes away. You know, these are the images that they want. And gosh, even if even if you look at wedding albums back in the 1930s, the 20s, the 50s, the 70s, these images are still on people's walls. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're very, very important. So you're. You have to take them, and, and even if you're not good at them or you hate them, you got to take your time and do them. Um, yeah. Even though, even if they're not popular right now, it, it really doesn't matter. The, we're we're there to capture this moment for them. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of these rare times in life where the, all these people are together, and they're together for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's very important, um, and I, t- I I take it very seriously. I, I bring out all my lights for it. Um, I make sure that every, everything like, looks really good, but that, this is just me. This is just how I feel. Um, you can agree or disagree, but, uh, but yeah, um, that's, that's how we, yeah. that's how we roll. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as Neil. I am. I'm the same there. You know, the, the month before the wedding, the couple automatically get a questionnaire sent to them. They fill that out and then I print it off the day before. Then we do the big group shot of everyone who's at the wedding. Then I call out the names who are on that checklist tell them to stand to the side tell everyone else that they're not that important head back to the bar <laughs> and then um and i do i tell them they're not important to so head back to the bar and then we That's go funny. away and then everyone's mm-hmm. there you know and it's it's you know let's go to a quiet space boom 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 get them all done because like you say when mum and dad pass away when you know in many years to come they will have those pictures that they're going to have in their house they're going to have in them in, in their um in their album that's going to bring back memories and you know that's what you want uh, just a quick mm-hmm. note, um, Neil. Out of after sixty-eight episodes, um, your your just the statement you just made on the family photos there, I mm-hmm. think was awesome. Uh, number one, it was like really good, <laughs> and it was the most fired up of a rant that I think that you've had, um, you know, on the show. And it was like a good like I think we should just cut out that segment, and that's it was, it was important. It was really nicely done. Uh, um, thank you. But uh, the other thing, uh, just to kind of bring this back to the actual topic, because we kind of veered mm. a little bit from, you know, so what <laughs> happens if we do, if something does happen um, and we do miss um, an important shot or something like that happens, how do we handle, what are some techniques that we can, you know, say or, or use to handle a bride that might be disappointed in some aspect if we if we do miss a shot that maybe we didn't know was important because sometimes we don't know we can't Mm -hmm. always read our clients minds we can have conversations with them we can um you know try to get you know if we have a pattern that we do with family photos but sometimes there might be something that that you know the the bride thought was super important but we didn't recognize or or something can happen or maybe there was a problem with exposure with with a particular shot um yeah so so if and when that does happen is as, as extremely rare as it can or and should be um if it does happen how do we uh deal with that when the reality of of those situations uh do happen what are what are some techniques that we can offer to listeners maybe starting photographers that ask that stuff does happen <laughs> how do we put our personal 
feelings aside of being, you know, you know, like James, you just said it brought you down a yeah. little bit and that kind of thing. How do we set that stuff aside and, and do our jobs to kind of help that bride out, um, you know, as best we can? What do we do? If 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 you receive a, a, an email or, or a message or something from a client who, especially in my circumstances, who automatically was negative, leave it for 24 hours. Don't reply. Mm. Don't jump on it. Leave it for 24 hours. Think about what you're going to say. You know, if you've got something, if you're really pent up and angry, then write it out and then bin it. But leave it for 24 hours. Think about it. Come back. Email them back. If if you haven't, if it wasn't your fault, don't apologize. That's that's the first thing I say. Don't apologize. Don't grovel. Don't apologize. If it wasn't your fault, don't apologize. If it was on the list and it never happened, then say, okay, I'm really sorry there's a reason for this, why this didn't happen. Everything was running late. People got drunk, whatever, you know, um, then that, that's, you know, apologize for that. But if it's, unless it's your fault, don't apologize. Um, make it clear that, you know, in the contracts that we don't, you know, we don't hold responsible, but don't do it as a, no, my contract says this, you know, tough luck, you know, you've got to word it and, and, and take it from there. Uh, but if you've missed a shot, you, you can't redo it. You know, that's 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 the hardest thing. Um, and unless you made it very clear, just, you know, tough. It <laughs> <That> doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. well, well, no. I, so, I mean, I think uh, when we're talking to people or if, if that does happen, it's like we are human. You know, at the end of the day, yes. we're all human and is and is, you know, great we might be at our craft and and you know doing the best we can in the situation the provided situation and we're going 100 percent. even if we're going 100 percent and doing the best we can sometimes things can happen and we're human you know um but it's it's a matter of i think saying that you know to the bride you know to the bride you know and the thing is is like usually if it it ever does happen it's like a less than one percent or even like james you said in that situation um, you missed a shot with the girls or something happened for some yeah. reason that didn't happen. And, you know, out of all of the other shots that you talked about that day, um, you got 99.9% of them, right? We're talking about one yeah. shot that that got missed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think trying to, you know, very subtly and respectfully say, hey, you, you know, like I do the best that I can in every situation um, when I have had this happen, you know, like I'm just thinking off the top of my head and I think I'm, I might have said something along those lines. Um, when I had a disappointed mother, you know, the, the bride was fine. I had a disappointed mother of the bride last oh, year, yeah. um, that, um, I don't even remember what it was. Um, oh, she, oh, I didn't get a shot of her, the mother of the bride and the dad alone. Um, and it, it, at some point, cause it just never happens. Like just the two of them alone. It just literally yeah. never happened. There was never a moment where the two of them were alone where I got a shot and she's like, Hey, did you get a shot of us? And I'm really disappointed that we didn't. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. Whenever I see that shot, I love to get that shot. I, I, I'm totally looking for that shot on light. I just didn't happen to see you guys at a time where I could, where I could capture you both. I photograph every wedding. Like it was my own, like, and I literally do. I literally photograph mm-hmm. everyone and I shoot like it was my own. I think tapping into the human element of it um, is the important thing, so that they can see, um, you know. And this mother of the bride was happy with everything else, you know, throughout the day. But it's like tapping into the to the to the human element of, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I um, whenever I see that, I try to, but sometimes things just don't align. And I'm sorry, I, we can't be aware of every shot that everybody wants throughout the day. That's uh, 
Um, we can try. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime I see that shot, I, I really do try and get it. But, but sometimes I don't take the time during family photos to do just the mother of the bride and the father alone. I don't. So, mm-hmm. so if I don't see that throughout the rest of the day, um, you know, I might have gotten candids of them next to each other. But she was talking about like a formal shot of the two of them standing there smiling at the camera. But I'm sorry. That just didn't happen. You know? Yeah, that is, yeah. A, that is um, an odd request. Yeah. It is. So that oh, that, I get it all the time. Yeah. I don't see that often. And if they do say, hey, can you get a shot of us? It's, it's the time to ask – if anyone's listening who's not a photographer right now, the time to ask someone if you could take a picture of you and someone is when you and that person are together and the photographer is right in front of you with a camera. Yeah. It's not when they're on the way to the bathroom with no camera in their hand or when the other person is not with them. So if we get that question, it's typically, hey, can you get a picture of us? I'm like, yes, right right now. Like, yeah. Click. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got it You know, on the dance floor or we're yeah. outside somewhere. Yeah. But to, to make it – that's a really odd request, Andy, that like, yeah. can you make sure we get a picture of us? <laughs> yeah. And then earlier in the day, say, I'm like, okay, well, the, yeah, right well, now. Well, then come where you to are. Me. Oh, if, no. if, if that's a shot exactly. that's important to you, let me know. I'll take it right now. Yeah. I mean, I would exactly. love to. I would love to take that photo. I and mean, actually, I, I love to take that photo. I literally love to take that photo when I see I it. When I like see that. you on the dance floor, if I saw you there, I would have loved to take it. But you, you know what? You weren't dancing with them. You weren't next to them. You know what I mean? What do you want me to do? Like put you next to each other magically, you know, like, I don't know. So... Anyway, yeah, so anyone, anyone, that happens to anyone listening, just be like, no, the best thing to say is, yes, I'll certainly grab that photo. Find me with when you have your spouse, your when other you're person, together. find me and I'll take the picture. Yeah. No matter and, where yeah. we and the, Jim, Jimmy, that's even true for like group shots. When people come up and, hey, can you get this shot of my cousins or this, these shots? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Go get them. Come find yeah. me. Come exactly. find me when you're ready, because yeah. <laughs> because the, the reality is, is those shots take so long and and half of the time that you know. But as soon as you're ready and you have everybody there, let me know. I'm going to come right over and we'll do we'll do it right mm-hmm. over there. Just get everybody right over there, yep. and uh, and come find me. I'd love to take the photo. I would love to. You know, you know what the the time of day for the parents. I, I love to I love to capture is right before the introductions, right before the reception starts and the introductions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting lined up by the DJ. DJ's talking to the you know the bridal party and and the the bride and groom. And usually the moms and dads are just standing there at the front of the line. Yeah. And, they, and they're excited. They're ready to party. They're happy. They're smiling. Uh, they're together. And that's that's the that's the moment that I like to capture that picture for them yeah um because you're usually they're out in the foyer and, and it looks pretty good so that's that's where, where i like to capture that image but um but yeah i mean once um once a groom's mother yelled at me at, at the end of the night saying that i didn't get a picture with her and her brother <laughs> i yeah. i yeah i know it i had no idea what to say <laughs> yeah. about that uh but she, she was she was feeling good of 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 the alcohol and uh and the bride apologized for her uh for her yelling at me later but uh, yeah you know it's um, kind of like it's kind of like a bride coming up to you and saying like hey you didn't get a shot with my big toe and my and my groom's pinky why didn't you get that shot huh yeah neil yeah. why didn't you get the big toe and pinky shot huh why what's wrong with you you incompetent wedding photographer you know like, right we don't know all these things you know but andy perfect that's a perfect point of what i've said before is that we can't know what's important to you like i think i said this in a couple podcasts ago i had a uh, i was doing a, a wedding the night before i mean I'm, the pre-party for the wedding the day before and the brides her dad um she hasn't talked to i think in 10 years ish something like that wasn't even sure if he was going to show up and he did show up and it was a little awkward so no way am i going to be the person to be like oh hey bride and her dad get together get close let me get a picture of just you two because she didn't 
really want him there anyway. Yeah. And he, but he showed up. That's why it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. it's always know, a it's good extreme. question to ask um, prior to the ceremony. I don't, I'm sure you guys ask some form of this question, but before the every wedding I shoot, I always ask the bride. I'm like, hey, is there any family situations that I should be aware of? Is there any you know family history that could impact, especially family photos? that I should be aware of that can help me throughout the day. And usually yeah. you find out a few different family situations that can be very helpful um, going mm-hmm. into a wedding Oh, definitely. Day. So, yeah. um, I, um, I, I had a wedding earlier last year. That was it. You know, I, I asked that if there's any circumstances. I knew that, that the, um, the bride's mother had disappeared. She wasn't in the picture at all. And the groom's father passed away like six months before the wedding. And we, we did this big group shot. I'm hanging out this window of this building, looking down onto everyone. There's like 120 people there. And I remembered, right, you know, the bride's, the bride's the mother's not there. So, and I saw the, the, the groom's mother and I says, oh, you know, where's your husband? And the whole group just went quiet and everyone oh, went quiet. Boy. Someone from the back just went awkward. And then yeah. everyone started <laughs> laughing. And I was like, oh, Scottish uh, accent. We need a Scottish accent. Yes. <laughs> That that means uh, that means it just cut out there again, Jim. I can't do a Scottish accent. Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, ooh, that, that, uh, <laughs> I'm not tempted. I can't do one. That, do not even try, J- Jimmy. Well, I won't, I won't, don't I even try. <laughs> we, we lost you, James, for a second there. Um, but it's, actually, it's okay. uh, as long as it's not, do we have you back, James? No, no, we don't. He's, he's um, but but honestly, though, we're probably in terms of time, we should. Um, have you got me now? Yeah, we've got yeah, you now. We got some. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We should probably kind of uh, wrap things up and go into uh, tips and picks of the show if you guys have any. Um, I have just a just a quick uh, tip, and this was actually this actually applies to three of the four of us on the podcast. Um, mm. uh, and maybe I don't know how, what percentage of listeners listen from New York State, but if you uh, live in New York State, this is kind of an interesting tip for you. I was um, uh, my second shooter. Uh, this past weekend, he's, um, he's really great. Uh, uh, and, uh, he had an amazing tip, uh, Will, Mr. Will Ingalls. I don't know if you know him, Neil, but, uh, I, he's one of my seconds uh, very often. He's like super smart, amazing. He's incredible on top of his game at every, every one that I photograph. And I'm like, feel so lucky to have him when I can get him. But, uh, he had a great tip. He was like, did you know that, uh, New York state residents, you can get a library card to New York city, New York city, public, uh, public library. And uh, you can get in New York City Public Library, you can get a free like lynda.com subscription and get on there and see all the, the videos uh, that for free um, just by having a New York City library card. And even if you're a New York State resident, you can apply for a New York City library card and then essentially get a free lynda.com subscription uh, to check out, uh, um, you know, the educational videos that they have on there, whether it's, um, you know, there's a lot of photography, you know, um, educational videos up there, but other stuff as well. So. Um, that's just a, like a little tip for New York State listeners. Uh, apply mm. for a New York City library card, um, and you can do all this stuff online. There's actually movies you can you can check out online. Um, uh, uh, tons and tons of e- ebooks um, that you can that you can check out online. All you have to do is apply for a New York City card, and if you're a New York State resident, you can just just show them documentation that you live in New York State, and then you can get uh, that the card that way. Um, cool. Yeah, so it's uh, it's cool. They've got a nice online system there. He was uh, it was a good tip. Uh, so any other uh, tips, picks of the show from other? Yeah, actually, I got I got some. I had a, a high school reunion this weekend, right? And it was a whole big two night thing, and it was great. And I thought, let me bring a camera and some remote flashes because I know the location, and I did a job there a week prior, and I'll ha- I'll have some cool photos for everybody. So I ended up never 
busting out the, uh, the, the, my D5, except for when Natalie took it for one group shot of everybody. But other than that, I had my little Leica point-and-shoot with the onboard flash. Right? Nothing to rave about. It's a good camera, but any point-and-shoot would work. Now, the point is, no one had a real camera with them. They all had their camera phones and with shitty photos for the most part <laughs> that they're posting online. Yeah. Oh, here's me and so-and-so and here's me and so-and-so. I'm like, that's a pretty so bad what, photo. So what, you're saying, so what you're saying, Jimmy, is, is instead of enjoying the night and reconnecting with your old high school no, no, friends, no, no. you ended up working another gig and <laughs> delivering all these photos. <laughs> great tip. Had, Sounds like a great tip. My high school reunion is actually coming up in November, 20-year high school reunion. I'll, I'll do that. I'll bring my camera and I'll just shoot the event instead of hanging out with people. Good idea. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. My point is, I got amazing <laughs> photos and it's hundreds and hundreds of comments so far. So, yeah. but I'm not doing anything different that we would have done maybe 10 years prior when the, when the phones weren't so good. Yeah. But here's my point. Maybe I should bring a camera with me, a little point and shoot and just shoot basic stuff more often because my photos are going to really shine over the crappy iPhone or any kind of phone photos. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I might be like, Hey, we have a little party next week. Hey, can you come shoot it? Because I saw your photos on Facebook of the other party and I'm like, yeah, because no one's doing this anymore. No one's bringing a real flash camera anymore. It's all just phone based and they're pretty bad for the most part. So maybe bringing a camera, a little point and shoot thing to an event might spin around to a real job someday. If you don't, you know, that, that's actually Jimmy with that, with the Fuji XC2. Um, I love that camera in the sense that I I take the the battery grip off it and it ends up just being the small little camera that I that I can use in that kind of situation and that, and it doesn't look weird you know it just looks like I just got a camera if I did um, but I don't I I typically don't I see like I'm not bringing a camera to my high school re- reunion you know like I I don't want to I'm probably just, will uh, but 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 yeah like I like it's what I like about that that Fuji is it's like perfect for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it's and it, it definitely raises the level of work. So I I use it for both. Um, it's just kind of cool. Um, any other tips or picks? That was that was, yeah. I mean, I've I've got a two part one, and I was thinking this earlier on. Um, so as wedding photographers, we have a responsibility to make sure that our images are safe. And I know we've discussed this before on on podcasts about um um dupl- um dual memory cards in your cameras, and how if you're a wedding photographer you should have dual slots yep. and you should be backing up to your second memory card. And it's, it's, if you don't do that, you're an idiot. In my opinion, I'm sorry. We recently just had a photographer, a local photographer, a big photographer has shot everything on one memory card. Memory cards corrupt. Photographs are gone. Every single photograph that he's taken, it's gone. That effectively could be his career over because of it and how he dealt with it. it was terrible. The system that I have, and I recommend this to everybody is always shoot dual slots and i usually go through two cards uh per wedding just so that i don't have them on one memory card and then when i'm leaving the venue i give one memory card to my second shooter she keeps one and then i've got her one and then she's mm. got a backup as well yeah the reason for this is i quite often when i'm driving home i drive long distance we're looking two hours normally driving in the car back to my home and especially late at night, you can crash, you can be in an accident, anything can happen. If you've got even those memory cards, your cameras, and you're in a car accident, your car's totaled, camera's ruined, everything's on fire, you've lost all the pictures. That way, my second shooter has a copy of my images and her images, and I have a copy as well. And I think it's worth just swapping memory cards at the end of the day so that your second shooter has also a copy of your images, and then just get the memory card back from them when you're all 
backed up and secure and it's just a big thing because that happened to me a few my my second last wedding driving home i i almost was involved in an accident which would have just totally wrecked my car and probably killed me and if i had all the images the couple are not going to get their photographs or, are they? or your so. cameras get stolen out of the car or something like that yeah you know yeah definitely mm-hmm. hey i live in scotland we're pretty safe yeah. but uh <laughs> no, no. hey now hey now we're not going there <laughs> no we're not we're, we're really not no i'm i'm the north of scotland it's safe it's fine but no no you're right anything can happen you know and and i i I just i i have to give a memory card to my second shooter she keeps it and the next wedding we just you know format the memory cards and and i get them back from her but it's just that extra bit of security because if you mess up one wedding that could be your career over yeah yeah good point yeah that's how that's how scary it is (laughs) one one wedding can ruin you yeah i'd probably (laughs) <laughs> no, but you're so right on the dual card thing. So right, Definitely. like, uh, yeah. If... I look at mirrorless cameras. It's for a pro level outside of a point and shoot, and there's no way I'm considering anything other than a dual card slot. Yeah, completely mm-hmm. agree. Yep. Uh, Neil, any tip or pick? Uh, yeah. Let's let's go back to those family portraits. Uh, my little tip for the family portraits is make sure everybody's connected. Um, I, I don't want to see any arms, you know, straight up and down in, or in people's pockets. Uh, this is. Like I said earlier, the the one moment where everybody's together, so connect everybody. They're all family, so connect them. Is so, there's is something very strong about the human touch, and even even when people are standing there uh, for a picture, um, when when they're looking at that picture, they they can remember that touch of of grandma's hands, mm. you know, in their hands or through their arm or something like that. So, uh, so yeah, when you're taking those boring family photos and you're not having any fun with them, connect everybody. That makes it a little bit a uh, little bit more fun and pose and uh and get through it so yeah that's that's my little tip of the week nice yeah okay. well excellent i think that's gonna uh, wrap up episode uh 68 guys thank you uh, once again uh jimmy and james for jumping on love having you guys on love you guys man. thanks man you guys are great yeah it's us. always, you guys. always good to yeah. have you guys yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so pleasure. uh that said uh let's uh go to james uh kelly james where can people find you you will get me on the internet under jameskellyphotography.com. Go on to Facebook, type in James Kelly. Same with Instagram, James Kelly Photography. You will get me there. All right. And Jimmy Ferrara? Uh, jamesferrara.com is the website. And then jferrarafoto with the at in front of it is for Facebook and Instagram. And well, that's really about it. And Neil? Uh, neilurban.com, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. And you can find me on all my social media pages uh, through that website. And I also have to give one quick shout out to all of our listeners and our, our past guests who live in Florida who, who went through Hurricane Irma. Um, the show must go on, so they're going through a tough time of, of, uh, of working down there. And possibly another hurricane is going to possibly hit them again. Uh, but we'll see about that. So just want to let them know that uh, our thoughts are with them. You, Andy? Thanks, Neil. Um, And also, uh, just a reminder, too, I was like, I just once in a while like to put this out there. Uh, Go to Amazon.com, search Neil Urban, and buy one of Neil's (laughs) books because Neil's got books out there. They're out there. They're real. You should buy them. I I think Andy promotes my books more than I do, (laughs) (laughs) which is awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm going to keep doing it, too. Um, So just go to Amazon, search Neil Urban, buy his books. Um, My publisher's probably really upset with me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And uh, and my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. I am not related to Steve Buscemi. 
I very often get asked whenever I use a credit card, are you related to Steve Buscemi? And the answer for years and years and years was no. And then after a while, it became, yes, yeah, Steve, Steve eats Thanksgiving dinner with me. Just to, pl- just to mess with him. I let that thought linger for about 10 to 20 seconds. And then I let him know I was just, I was just playing with them. I'm not related to Steve. So, uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening in. And we will catch you next time. Ciao. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Wedding photographers. Good night.